Thank you for tuning into The World Game, a World Cup podcast. The podcast that will have everything you need to know about the World Cup. There will be recap episodes throughout the tournament, so you won't miss a storyline. Maybe there was a 90th minute game winning goal. Maybe there was some controversy. Either way, we'll dive right into it. My name is Peter Roman. I've loved football all my life, and thanks for joining me on this journey. Before we get into the episode, I just want to talk about the migrant worker situation really quick. I think it's still really important to remember how there was a lot of human rights abuses and people unfortunately died in the building of the infrastructure for the World Cup. And so to me, that's important to remember so that it never, ever happens again. And my heart goes out to the victims and their families. Now on to the episode. All right, today's episode, the World Cup might be done, but I still have a couple episodes I want to do on this podcast before I turn over to what I'm planning to do afterwards. So today's episode will be the top 10 goals and my top 10 moments of the 2022 World Cup. And then I was supposed to have it this week, but it's been delayed. So I will have sometime probably in the new year, I'll drop my legacy ranking episode, ranking my top 15 players of all time. Don't worry, the episode's still coming. It's just a little bit delayed. But today's episode, to kind of put a bow on the World Cup tournament, my top 10 goals and my top 10 moments, I will start with my top 10 goals of the 2022 World Cup. So just for reference on these goals, there isn't like an arbitrary standard that I hold for these. There isn't like a set criteria I have. It's basically just the goals that I thought were really important that took a ton of skill and the most difficulty and the most wow and that's like the most objective thing possible but you know there's no real objective way to judge these things so anyway let's start with number 10 I have the Netherlands free kick goal scored by Weikhorst against Argentina in the quarterfinals so this goal might not be the most aesthetically pleasing as far as like this wasn't like a bicycle kick or like a long shot or even like a volley or anything like that. But this goal was literally scored with like the last seconds of the regular time to tie the game at two. And it was a really genius goal. It might not have been like, again, super aesthetically pleasing, but for the Dutch players to pull off that training round move where they passed it and then Vicors used his strength and slotted it in. I mean, that was a goal that just, made you stand up and say wow oh my god I can't believe that just happened so that's why it's my number 10 goal on this list my number nine goal is Brazil's team goal against South Korea scored by Richarlison so this was their third goal of that game and basically Richarlison like juggles it to himself and then there's a beautiful little passing sequence to play him through and he just slots it in and it's a brilliant team goal it's a brilliant passing move And it's the beautiful game at its finest. So that one is my number nine goal on the list. My number eight goal on the list is Australia's goal against Denmark to beat them, scored by Leckie. Leckie with a brilliant little solo run to score a huge goal for Australia. This goal, again, you know, you could argue maybe not quite as impressive as the previous goal. But I would argue that for the moment it was, for the stakes that it represented, that goal you know, won them the game against Denmark. It was a brilliant solo goal as well. And 
you know, one of the biggest goals in Australian football history. So I can't sit here and ignore those facts about that goal. And so, therefore, it is my number eight goal on the list. My number seven goal is Neymar's goal he scored against Croatia in the quarterfinals. This goal was just a brilliant piece of solo engineering. It was a brilliant solo act, really, from Neymar, where Neymar had the ball and just decided, I'm going to do this, and he plays in a nice pass, give and go, and then does a beautiful little dribbling move, goes around the goalkeeper, and slots it in. It's a really, really great goal, and it was a really big moment. It could have been Neymar's defining moment of the World Cup. Unfortunately, with Brazil losing the game, he didn't really get that chance to do it, but it was still an extremely impressive goal, and just a really, really nice goal, and another goal that made you say, wow. My number six goal is Argentina's team goal in the World Cup final. So this goal just had a beautiful passing sequence, and they just ripped apart the French defense in this goal. And it was scored by Angel Di Maria, but the play started a lot earlier than that. And then it was Messi who made a nice little pass to Alvarez, who sprung through McAllister, who made a brilliant run from midfield, and he squared it across for Angel Di Maria who scores the second goal for Argentina in the World Cup final. It was a brilliant team goal. And to quote the great commentator Peter Drury, Argentine gold. And that's the best way to sum it up. So that is my number six goal on my list. My number five goal, speaking of the World Cup final, is Kylian Mbappe's volley in that World Cup final. He basically plays a little one-two headed. Uh, he heads the ball to Turam, and then Turam heads it back, and then he just lets it rip and smashes it and it goes in the low corner. It's, It was really come out of nothing because France was getting shredded and France was just getting dominated the whole game. But Kylian Mbappe produced a moment of magic. It was a pure moment of brilliance. And that goal just so sweetly hit from his right foot. And just, yeah, man, what an, another goal that made you say, wow. Just wow. So... Amazing goal by Kylian Mbappe and certainly worthy of being number five on my list. My number four is Julian Alvarez. So Alvarez, he did a brilliant little solo run and got a little bit of help along the way, but it was a fantastic solo goal against Croatia where he basically dribbled past a few players, got a few fortunate bounces, and then slotted it in past Lavakovic. That made it 2-0. And from there, it was basically game, set, and match for Argentina to move on to the World Cup final. Alvarez, I mean, he did so well on that goal. And it was really his defining moment, I think, of the World Cup. Because he had his struggles. I think he was really inconsistent for much of this tournament. But that goal right there summed up just how talented he is. And Manchester City, I think, got a real steal in him. And they have Erling Holland, of course, which is, you know pretty absurd depth at the striker position but anyways certainly a worthy goal of being number four on my list and then number three we have Chavez from Mexico and his free kick goal this is the only free kick goal on my list but it is by far the best free kick goal of the whole tournament and Chavez oh my god I think if I remember correctly I think it's the fastest goal scored at this tournament like as far as how quick the ball was moving but like he just smacked the ball, and it just, you could see it piercing through the air right into the back of the net. Like, if 
those shots that like ripple the net are like always just really aesthetically cool to see and this was one of those shots Chavez the free kick man what a goal against Saudi Arabia and certainly in a lot of tournaments that would be worthy of number one on my list it's only number three but I wouldn't blame you if you thought that was the best goal of the tournament what an amazing goal my number two goal though goes to Aldasari, and I apologize if I butchered the pronunciation, but his goal against Argentina to secure the victory for Saudi Arabia, the biggest win in Saudi Arabian history, that goal was another just brilliant moment of genius from this player. He just, he hits it so well. He The ball bounces up after he dribbled around and just, yeah, brilliant strike. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant strike. It was hit so well and right into the net great goal and a certainly very worthy goal of being number two on my list but of course number one the number one goal on my list has to be Richarlison's goal for Brazil in their opening game against Serbia Richarlison this goal Vinicius plays it across and it's a cross that's like slightly in the air so it's like just above the ground Richarlison takes the touch turns his contort he literally just contorts his body in the air and volleys it in it's one of the best goals i've ever seen at a world cup it is just a remarkable like athleticism goal but also like a remarkable technical goal at the same time like it's kind of a beautiful marriage of technical ability but also athleticism and it's perfectly hit as well into the corner and just it, it makes you like it makes your jaw drop that's one of those goals that you just you stand up and applaud because it is such a great goal. And it's not one that you expect from that position, right? From that, from that position, most players would either try to one-time it or maybe they take a touch to the ground and shoot it. He's like, nope, I'm flicking this up to myself and I'm going to do it myself. And that's just, you know, takes a, a lot of a lot of skill to be able to do that. But like the degree of difficulty on this goal is by far the most difficult out of any of these goals, at least in my opinion. And so, Richarlison, a worthy number one on my list, the number one goal of the 2022 World Cup, in my opinion. So, that was my list, but of course, my list isn't the right list, it's just my list, and you might have a different opinion, and that's totally okay, because there's some of these goals that maybe you'd have higher, maybe some of them you've had lower, but I certainly hope that at the very least you can agree with me that most of the goals that I have listed here in my personal top 10 list would be somewhere in your top 10 list. So that's my goals. On to the moments. So these are my top 10 moments of the 2022 World Cup. So when I define a moment, it could be a goal, right? Like a singular moment goal. It could also be just something that happened in the game. It could be something that happened like as a result of the game. It could be, you know, a team accomplishing something. It, like it just... I have a very broad use of the word moment, so bear with me on that, but I've also decided to make my list only positive moments, so no negative moments like, for example, Belgium getting eliminated in the group stages. Anyway, I'm going to start with my number 10, but before I do that, quick honorable mention, Canada. Canada scoring their first ever goal at a Men's World Cup, in my opinion anyway, deserves an honorable mention on this list. It was a really tremendous moment for Canada 
and Canadian soccer just in general. But unfortunately, I had to, you know, be as unbiased as possible. Doesn't mean it's going to happen, but I had to try. And so unfortunately, it did not make my top 10. But anyway, my number 10, Senegal beating Ecuador and advancing to the round of 16. Senegal doing this without their best player in Sadio Mane, who got hurt before the tournament. It's a really great moment, and it's the first time Senegal had made the round of 16 since the 2002 World Cup as well. And you could see like the celebrations, people in the streets, and just it meant a lot. And it should mean a lot because it was a really big deal. And so, in my opinion, Senegal's accomplishment of advancing to the round of 16 worthy of being my number 10 moment. My number nine moment is a really cool one, and you could argue should be higher. Cameroon versus Brazil. Specifically, Cameroon beat Brazil 1-0, the first time an African team has ever beaten Brazil. But more importantly, the goal by Abubakar. The game-winning goal by Abubakar was scored very late in this game, and he took off his shirt when he scored. When you take off your shirt, it's a yellow card. And so the referee comes over, and he almost looks like upset he has to do this, but like the rules are the rules. So he gave him a yellow card, but he like, out of respect, like gave him a handshake. And I've just never seen that before. And it's the coolest thing. Like this moment, just super, super cool. And I think very worthy of being number nine on this list. So Cameroon not only beats Brazil, but there's a very cool moment with the goal. And the fact that the referee came over and sent him off, but they did a handshake beforehand. My number eight on this list, and you could argue this should be higher, Saudi Arabia beating Argentina. The biggest win in their history, and it was Argentina's first loss in like 30-something games. Turns out it was their only loss over the last like three years. Argentina went on to be world champions, but it doesn't take away from Saudi Arabia's brilliant moment of winning against them. And of course, the video of the fans tearing down their own doors will always be, for me, very, very iconic, because that was hilarious, and I loved it. My number seven is Australia beating Denmark to advance to the round of 16 for only the second time in their history. The reason I have this moment a little bit higher is because it was a really big deal for Australia, not only just advancing, but six points is the most they've ever gotten in a group stage at the World Cup. And with the time difference in Australia, it was like three in the morning, when the game happened, and so you saw the celebrations, people were out in the streets at three in the morning celebrating that they made it to the round of 16. I mean, if that doesn't represent how cool football can be, I don't know what does. So that one's my number seven. My number six moment on my list is Croatia beating Brazil in the quarterfinals. In a lot of ways, this was kind of just the big historical moment because Brazil were not only the favorites, but this was really Croatia cementing themselves as one of the best teams of the decade. They followed up their World Cup final appearance in 2018 with a World Cup semifinal appearance in 2022. And that's really cool. And it was just, it was a, I don't know, like Croatia probably didn't deserve to win that game. But as far as like a great moment for that country, for those players and everything else, I thought it was really cool. My number five is just the ending to group H. So like that entire, like just day. That was madness. That was just absolute craziness. We had just a bunch of teams like so close to qualifying. We had that Uruguay-Ghana game that was like really emotional and really crazy. And then South Korea win it on the last minute goal. And then of course Uruguay found out, found out they're not going through. And it's just, 
that was cool. That was cool and very worthy, in my opinion, of being number five on the list, just the madness of Group H. My number four is Japan winning the group. Japan won their group with Spain and Germany in it. They beat both Spain and Germany, and on the last day, Japan won with a goal that just barely stayed in. It just didn't cross the line, even though from some angles it looked like it was, but you know, upon further review, it wasn't. And in my opinion, very worthy of being number four. The Japan stuff, by the way, just their whole World Cup was awesome. Like, I love the jerseys they had. I love the anime, like, memes. And I love the blue lock stuff. Like, that was just, it was all over my TikTok feed. And it was awesome. I just couldn't get enough of it. It was a lot of fun. It was really sad when they lost in the next round. But it doesn't take away from the moment they won Group E. My number three, Kylian Mbappe's hat trick. They may have lost this game. But that was one of the best performances that I've ever seen. And as far as a World Cup moment is concerned, how often do you get a hat-trick in the World Cup final? Kylian Mbappe, fully worthy, in my opinion, of the number three spot. Number two is Morocco beating Portugal. This was the match for history. Morocco became the first team from Africa to make the semifinals. And Morocco made history for their continent. They made history for their country. They made history for their players. And you could see the emotions. You could see how much it meant to the people there and to the fans there. Morocco, by the way, had a great supporter section for pretty much all of their games in this tournament. You could see the emotions for them. And you could see just how awesome it was that they had, you know, the best underdog story of this entire World Cup. And you could argue they should have been number one. But of course, my number one had to go to Lionel Messi. Messi's storybook ending is my number one moment of the 2022 World Cup. Messi has completed the football trophy case. He's won everything there is to win. The last thing he needed was a World Cup trophy. And, you know, you'd be lying to yourself if that didn't feel cool that Messi finally got to win the trophy he desired the most and in doing so really cemented his own legacy in a lot of ways and for Messi you know with all the heartbreak he suffered with Argentina it was really cool to see him lift that trophy and you could just tell like it meant everything to him it meant everything to that country and Messi has definitely achieved the living god status in Argentina if you watch any of the videos about the celebrations. And with Diego Maradona looking from down above, because Maradona achieved that status in Argentina, but of course Maradona has a very complicated history with his, you know, with the sport and with other things off the field as well. Messi in a lot of ways, you know, especially with Maradona's passing, rest in peace, he kind of takes his place in some ways. And Messi is now the living god in Argentina, and he will continue to be for the rest of his life. So my number one is Messi's storybook ending. You could not have written it better. Leo Messi, his last World Cup game, finally wins the trophy that has eluded him for so long. And that's it. That's all I got for my lists. My top 10 goals and my top 10 moments. I hope you enjoyed them. Again, my list isn't the right list. It's just my list and it's just my opinions. So, you know, you can feel free to make your own lists. And of course, I hope you enjoyed the 2022 World Cup. I certainly did. 
I will have my legacy episode coming out a little bit later, but I did want to give a slight update on what's going to happen to my podcast. So what I've decided is that for the time being, I'm going to switch to monthly uploads. So like I'll do an episode a month on like fun facts and history stuff and cool, just neat stories about the World Cup. And then in July, when the Women's World Cup kicks off, I'm going to start talking about that and I will have a brand new set of episodes for the Women's World Cup taking place in Australia and New Zealand because that should be a great tournament. And I'm going to talk about that one too. And so I'll have some Women's World Cup history stuff as well in the lead up to that tournament. So that's it. That's all I got for today. That's all I got for the 2022 World Cup episodes. I'll have one more episode on my legacy rankings, but of course it won't be talking about the tournament itself. So I would like to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of The World Game, a World Cup podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. I will be doing reaction episodes throughout the tournament. The music is from Pixabay. The whole thing gets going on November 20th, so make sure you subscribe and don't miss a moment of the 2022 World Cup.